Hello and welcome. Welcome to our Hope Story Circle put on by the Peace Alliance and welcome to Peace On, your source for inspiring conversations and information from thought leaders across the spectrum on topics related to the strategies of building peace, fostering nonviolence, and creating a world that thrives, shifting our understanding toward empathy, compassion, and connection. My name is Terry Mason. I'm on the board of the Peace Alliance, and I'm joined to facilitate today by Yelena Popovich, who is our Teaching Peace in Schools lead, and Liz Gannon-Graden, who is our board chair. And I'm going to share something new that we're doing, I'm going to share our community agreements and have Liz explain these to you. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, hi. Good morning, everyone. And as we join together, we want to just share some community agreements with which we enter the room in our gathering today. It's our intention to create a space that is welcome to all for listening, learning, open conversation, and engagement. So with that in mind, the agreements we join with are to be real, engaged, and curious, to be fully present to listen, to help us create a space for learning, honor all points of view, acknowledge discomfort, and allow room for healing. And we'll do our best to address microaggressions and marginalizing language. To that end, we ask that everyone act with empathy, compassion, and a desire for connection. So, Terry, thank you so much for sharing that. And what we'd ask is if everyone can uh, just give like a little assent that they understand the agreements and enter with the agreements. And if anyone wants to kind of put like a, with a thumbs up or if you want to put your thumbs sideways or if you have a question, we can address that. And Terry, I can't, I, I can only see uh, your screen. So if anyone okay. has a question. Or... I'm, I'm seeing a heart for Yelena, um, seeing some thumbs up. I think Beautiful. I don't see any questions. Great. I think we're okay to go. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, welcome, everyone. Uh, we have a special guest today. I'm very excited to have her join us. It's Stephanie Salter, and she has a wonderful story to share that I think is going to be very inspiring and provocative in a wonderful way. But Stephanie, do you want to come off mute and say hello? Hi, everybody. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited. <laughs> wonderful. Thanks, Stephanie. But before we get started with Stephanie's story, I'm going to ask Yelena to lead us in a meditation to bring us all in together. Yelena? Wonderful. Thank you, Theory. Welcome, Stephanie. And thanks, Liz. Yeah, good morning, good afternoon, or whatever time of the day it is for you when you're listening to this podcast. Welcome. Um, for just a few minutes, I uh, would love to invite you all into just a moment of uh, checking in, just moment checking in with, with, your, with yourself, with your body, your emotions, your breath. And you can come into that in any way that you feel will be supportive for your body at this moment. There is no need to close your eyes if that does not feel comfortable. You can be on or off camera, whatever feels most supportive for you at this moment. So just 
let's let's start by checking in with the land, with the earth, with your feet, with the land you're touching. Yeah, just checking in and placing some trust in your body, on your feet. Gravity as something that supports us all. Matter where we are, our land, the earth is meet us and we are connected through the place we are planting our feet on. And as you connect with the earth, the invitation is to see if there is perhaps a sound or maybe breath that you want to connect with. For a moment, just notice the inhalation and exhalation, just breathing in, breathing out. Just allowing to pause. And see if you can perhaps notice if there is any tension that needs to let go. Perhaps dropping your shoulders or softening the space between the eyes. Allowing your jaw to unclench, unhinge. And inviting you for just a moment to Take some soothing breaths before we transfer to another practice, practice of listening, practice of connecting. Connecting to self, to connect to others. Thank you, everyone. Yeah.
Thank you for taking time. Thank you for being here and welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Just what I needed. Um, I wanted to first thank the Peace Alliance and for this opportunity to share one of my emerging stories. I thank everyone who is here and present today um, for listening. I believe it's important to create spaces where people can share their stories. Story sharing is a powerful way to cultivate peace because when we can begin to see ourselves in other people's stories, we can begin to see ourselves in one another. So I would like to start my story with a question. Who do you trust? What do you trust? So you can take a few moments just to sort of think about this, or if you're writing, jotting it down. And you may be thinking about maybe a couple people's names, family, friends' names. Maybe you're thinking about politicians, maybe not so much politicians. Uh, maybe you're thinking about a situation or something like that. So just take a few minutes to think about that. Who do you trust? Um, my emerging story actually began with this question. Trust is not a word that we can define by the dictionary. It is one of those multidimensional words like love, power, faith that carry our experiences with it. Uh, whenever I examine my relationship with a word, I always start with that question. It is not to declare anything or to solve a mystery. It is simply to discover, unfold, and learn more about not only my own relationship with trust, but the relationship human beings have when it comes to trust. So for my story, I started with a typical belief about trust. My parents told me or taught me that when you say you're going to do something, that you do it. If someone says they're going to do something, then they're expected to do it. I based many decisions in my life on trust. Um, I invested a lot of my emotions on trust. And the moment words and actions are aligned, boom, trust is broken. So I lost a lot of relationships <laughs> when it came to trust as well. As I got older, I developed a you know trust problem. And I broke a lot of people's trust and plenty of people broke my trust. Um, systems broke my trust, authority broke my trust. Um, I just had a lot of issues with trust. In my relationships, I was super jealous. I was super possessive. Didn't trust. As soon as you did anything, no trust. And it became this raveling and unraveling of trust. It became cyclical. And I thought, could there be a reality that exists where I no longer have to do this song and dance with trust? Could I live a fulfilling life from the highest point of my highest self without having to do this broken trust, regain trust, they don't trust me, betray, right? So I started out on an experiment and I said, I'm going to replace the word I or me whenever it follows trust. So basically, instead of saying, I trust you, I was gonna say, I trust me, I trust I, fill in the blank. So I embarked on this experiment. 
So I used a local app that I had just learned about to hire someone to come and clean my house. So, you know, I did all the research, saw all the reviews, did all of that part. And um, once I reached out and found someone, we talked about, you know, the logistics, the price, the time, the date, all that good stuff. So when we finished that, I said, can you send me your cash app so that I can, you know, I can have your information. So I sent her the money before she comes and cleans my house. And after I send the money, she replied back and the text went as followed. Ma'am, uh, you just sent me money to clean your house, but I haven't cleaned your house yet. I said, I know. She said, why did you do that? I said, because I trust that I made a good decision with using this app. And I made, I feel that I made a good decision or I, I trust that I made a good decision that you would do the best to your ability. So she replies back, um, I'm super confused. <laughs> This has never happened to me before. Like normally you have to clean a person's house and then they pay you. I said, well, you, how do you trust me to pay you? Like trust could be a shared experience, right? So she said, okay, this is amazing. Like I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to do the best job for you ever. Like this is the most amazing thing. I wish more people were like you. This is just phenomenal. So she was super excited. So I was excited. So I'm like, okay, this is something new. Yeah. So she was like 10 minutes late. Then when she comes to clean the house, it is an absolute disaster. It, she did not clean the bathroom. She didn't wipe off tops. Like it was the worst cleaning job I've, I've ever had. But she thought she killed it. And I could tell, you know, something was a little off, but she, she just really thought she did a great job. And so when she left, she just was like, anytime you want me to clean your house, like, let me know, I will do it. And like, this is the most phenomenal thing. Like spread the word, tell everyone about me. I'm like, mm. and so she left. Now, when I examine that situation and you may think to yourself, and I can, I'll pose this question, was trust broken in that situation? Now, the old me that had the trust problem would have one say, I don't trust that app. It sends people that's garbage, right? They misrepresent, right? So I could not trust the app, right? I didn't trust the reviews. I could not trust her, right? She said she was going to do a phenomenal job. She was going to go beyond. She was going to do all this stuff. She didn't do it. Um, there, so there was a lot of trust that could have been broken. But because I embarked on this experiment and I said, I'm going to trust me, the way I felt after I didn't feel the things I typically would feel when trust was broken. So I sort of did a self-examination that said, I trusted me, right, to the best of my ability that I used my intellectual system, right? I read the reviews. I looked up this app to make sure it was legit. You know, I did my sort of due diligence part. And then the second part, me paying her ahead. Well, I shouldn't have paid her. Should I ask for my money back? No, I trust that that money is going to do well, that, you know, nothing detrimental is going to happen, right? I didn't get the best service, but I still trusted me to do the best job, right? My heart was in the right place. My gut said that this was a good person, which she was. Um, it wasn't going to be anything, you know, violent or any, you know, someone sort of like that. And when I really checked in with myself, I said, I don't feel trust was broken, I don't feel that I broke my own trust because I did the best that I could. And that's all the trust I've extended to myself is to always do the best that I can do. And I just felt so much lighter after that situation. 
I didn't feel the tightness that I normally feel when trust is broken. I didn't feel, you know, any resistance and I felt lighter and I thought, okay, let's continue. So that led me on a journey to do more situations when it came to relationships, when it came to work, when it came to job, when it came to friends, to start replacing the word you and start replacing I and me. Even in my internal dialogue and conversation, it always brought me back to myself and do I trust myself? So I um, call this or the way that I, I looked at this as an intuitive trust, an intuitive trust that doesn't require me to have to trust other people. And it doesn't require me to feel that people need to trust me and that I could create a reality for myself where the only trust I really needed was to trust me to trust a higher power, a God, my God, universe, whatever you want to fill that in. And to realize that I trust human beings to be human beings. So if I put my trust in these things or these feelings that I could create a reality where I never have, trust never has to be broken. I never have to feel betrayed. I never have to feel abandoned or all those other lower vibrational feelings that we feel when people violate our trust. And then it made me kinder to myself because this is what I trust me. I trust me to do the best that I can do. I trust myself to be human and to do the best that I can with the information I have at the time. So as long as I have that, I can't really ever break trust with myself. And you can think about when you embark on a diet, right? I'm going to trust myself to eat the right things and I'm not going, you know, I'm going to hit the keto hard or intermittent fasting, whatever it may be. And then you don't lose the weight, right? You don't hit the goals. You don't do what you say you're going to do. And now you like, I've broken trust with myself. So how do you repair that trust with yourself? Maybe the trust shouldn't be that you would keep to the diet. Maybe the trust needs to be, you'll do the best that you can do. And if you revert back to that, can trust, can, it's a potential that you never break trust with yourself, right? So sometimes we put the trust in the things that don't really require trust is very unrealistic. So as I examined the situation, um, because I relied on my trust and I didn't feel disappointed and didn't feel betrayed, I embarking on this learn to embody all parts of myself, my intellect, my heart intelligence, my gut intelligence, and it's the amalgamation of all these intelligence centers that I have for myself that allows me to forge peace with myself first. And self-care, self-love should then translate and transmute to community care and community love. So I will pose this question to you again now after we've sort of had this conversation of intuitive trust, of trusting yourself only and living with a higher vibrational feeling pattern of never really having to live a life of broken trust, never having to feel betrayed, never having to feel let down or disappointed. These are lower vibrational feelings. You can create a reality where you don't have to feel those lower vibrational feelings because we're higher vibrational beings. So I'll pose that question again to you. Who do you trust? Thank that you, is it. Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Liz, Yelena, which one of you would like to talk about an inquiry before we go to the breakout rooms. Yeah, I, I will. S Stephanie, I said this to you at the beginning of the call. I have just been sitting with your story and your question 
since we had our meeting last night. And I'm so grateful for it. And a couple of things shifted. And I'd like to just name them as we move into the as we move into the breakout rooms. I love when you talked about the amalgamation, right, of trusting your intellect, trusting your heart, trusting your gut, because this person was a person. You didn't also betray this person was a person you could trust. You could trust them in your home. You could trust them to be a certain way. Right. So so the other thing that really struck me about it was that you lost that tightness that we often feel. Right. That we can relax into mm -hmm. it. So that was important. Uh, I think a, a real shift for me. So I invite you to go into the inquiry rooms, starting with the question, who can you trust? But further, what I love is, and if the person you want to trust is yourself, do you feel that now or are there things you need you would mm -hmm. cultivate so that you could trust yourself, right? Who do you trust? And if you would like that person to be yourself, do you feel you already trust yourself? Or did something Stephanie say give you clues into what you might need to cultivate in order to create that trust in yourself? Wonderful. <clears throat> so we're going to go into breakout rooms and our agreements in the rooms are to listen with your heart, to speak from your heart, to say just enough so that others have an opportunity to share. And to keep confidentiality, we're going to come back together after the breakout rooms. We'd love to hear what's bubbling up for you at that time. And if you want to share your own personal story, you're welcome to. But don't share someone else's personal story. You can speak to the themes of what was discussed or share your own. So we're going to go into the rooms now. I'm going to stop recording and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Welcome back, everyone. It's so good to see your faces. And I'm excited. I'm seeing smiles and seeing some excitement. I'm excited to hear what bubbles up for people right now. Who would like who would like to share? You're welcome to come off mute and share what you're feeling right now or anything you'd like to share. I would like to share that. Um... I really never acknowledged how much I trusted myself. Like I was telling the other ones that um, I got out of a cult and getting out of a cult, I didn't have trust in anybody. It was like, well, I didn't tell them that, but it was so hard to trust because whatever I was brought up in the, the, the life that I lived, I had to change all of that. But mm -hmm. I had to trust myself that what I was doing was correct for me and my family mm. was the best thing for myself. And um, I, I didn't acknowledge how much I put trust in myself to like, even when I go into a place, if I'm not comfortable, I, 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 I leave, you know, I don't stay in a situation where I'm not comfortable. So I guess I never realized, cause I, Oh, I never said, I trust myself. Well, when Stephanie was saying, who do you trust most? The first thing that came to my mind was myself. Oh. Who else am I going to trust? <clears throat> who else am I going to trust to do good for me? Like <clears throat> if I am going to do a diet, well, I'm not going to like throw myself full in it. I'm going to portion myself because I don't feel that I need to be without, but I can trust myself that I'm not going to eat the whole cake. It's <laughs> just, it's just, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I, I, I'm excited that I actually 
have so much trust in myself and I didn't acknowledge or didn't understand or didn't even realize that I trusted myself this much until actually talking about it. So thank you for that. Oh, that's wonderful, Elisa. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Who else would like to share? I heard someone say, can you hear me okay? But it was pretty quiet. It's Lynetta, can you hear me okay? Lynetta on the road in Alabama in the backwoods. I can hear you. Okay, I apologize for the spotty uh, connection. Can you hear me okay right now? It's, I can, yes. yes. Okay, I'll be really brief. Um, we kind of discussed what was our first reaction and it was like, uh, who do you trust? God. And after we discussed, it was like, really what I'm trusting is the God in myself. And then I'm trusting the God in other people. And in mm -hmm. general, we trust people to be good and to be God and to be loved. Um, and so we kind of make that connection um, because it's like the person I trust the most is myself, but actually it's God in me. And so I can in trust God and other people. Wonderful. Thank you for that. And Stephanie, when you spoke, you were talking about trusting yourself and your higher self, your higher power, God, universe, whatever you call it. So you you got to put those together as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's what, you know, I put my trust in, you know, that's why I said it's allocating the trust to the right entities that can hold and carry that trust. And sometimes it's just about, we allocate our trust to the wrong entities that are inevitable for it to be broken. So that is really what it is, is about allocating it to the entity that can hold that trust because it can be unconditional. It can be unbroken. We don't have to put it in spaces for it to be broken. It shouldn't be an entity that gets broken and repaired, broken and repaired, right? Like love and power and these other high vibrational words, they can be in spaces to be unconditional, to be unbroken. But we've gotten so used to things being broken and repairing and broken and repairing. And you can extend that as you practice these small this intuitive trust that I, I call it and knowing yourself so well and, and having that connection, then you can expand it to bigger things that we put our trust in, right? Religion, preachers, systems, healthcare, you know, all of these big things that we put so much of our power into where, <clears throat> you know, it, it doesn't have to be this thing. Like they're going to let you down. They're going to disappoint. They're going to break your trust. It's inevitable. And then we do all the repair. And I just feel like it. we can have an existence and create a reality where that doesn't have to happen from our higher perspective and our highest ability to live and exist, it doesn't have to be the cyclical thing of breaking and unbreaking. We can simply live without it happening. Wonderful. Who else would like to share? I'd love to hear what people are experiencing right now. Feel free to come off mute. I'm like, there's a lot of people in here I know are not shy. They, they talk a lot. So y'all just go ahead and speak it up. Because I'm seeing a lot of things. I know like, oh my gosh, I know she's thinking something. I know she has a perspective. <laughs> Hi, my name is Melissa. 
Hi, Melusa. Hi. So um, <clears throat> the the trust thing is an interesting situation. Um, uh, an interesting thing for me because I I did have to trust myself a lot when I was growing up um, because of the the religious cult situation that I grew up in. Um, mm -hmm. However, um, I hate myself for it. I hate I you know I have found that I have such low self esteem um, because of the trauma that I've gone through that the trust that I have is very flawed and it's very broken. And so, you know, part of my journey has been just um, really, you know, like I, I trust God and it was hard because my, my relationship with God was just fractured. And I think that that is, it's a sin that it does not get enough credit. Mm -hmm. um, but then on top of that, having such um, a burden put on, you know, your shoulders as a kid, um, it, you know, it creates the, these false misconceptions, uh, misconceptions and expectations upon you that um, really just set you up for failure. You know, like she was saying, you, you have this cycle of trust. And when you have too much of that put on you as a kid in these cult situations that just puts you through hell, I just, I cannot express it enough. You just go through hell to survive. You, um, it, it's, it's a different, it, it's really hard. It's really hard to build that trust back up in yourself. And all you can do sometimes, <clears throat> trust God. And I wound up in a group where the first thing that somebody said was, I trust God. And I was blown away because I was like, that is the only person who got me through my life. And I sometimes hated God and sometimes I loved God, but I trusted God. So thank you guys for letting me share. I'm sorry if I took up too much time. Not at all. Um, but thank you so I much. really appreciate uh, being able to chat with the people I got to chat with this morning. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Melissa. That was brave. Thank you. Thank you so much. For myself, along with uh, Melissa, the first person who came, first being that came into my mind for trust is God. And, you know, I can trust God more than I can trust myself because, like Stephanie said, we're human and I have to allow myself and others to be human and knowing that I'm human, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to make faulty judgments. I'm going to make decisions based off of whatever, but I know through it all, I trust that God has my hand through it all, through whichever decision that I make. Um, so my number one trust is in God. Cause I can't do this on my own. So like, I have to have, I have to have God to, to lean on. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Danae. Thank you. We're coming to the end of our time together. I put a few links in the chat. <clears throat> I'm so grateful to you, Stephanie, for being here with us today. But the Peace Alliance brings you these Hope Story Circles and our podcast, Peace On. And the Peace Alliance mission is to educate, advocate, and mobilize people into action to transform systems and public policy toward a culture of peace. 
And our vision is we cultivate peace building to create a world where everyone and everything thrives. Our website is peacealliance.org. There's also a link to our Peace on podcasts, which are found in any podcast, Podbean, Apple. Our Hope Story Circles, there's a link about the Hope Story Circles. We invite all of you to come back. We're in the second and fourth Saturday of every month. And the links to for the Zoom is on the calendar of events on our website. There's also a link to our Blueprint for Peace. This is a major initiative. You can click on the link for the Blueprint and you can notify all of your elected officials that you support policy related to violence reduction and building peace. So that's a cool thing you can do. There's also a link about our Department of Peacebuilding Legislation, HR 1111. Right now, actually in time, right at this time period, we do have a group of people in Washington, D.C. that are lobbying all members of Congress to support this legislation and other legislation that we support. We are a small nonprofit. We appreciate donations of any size. There's a link to the donations. And again, the calendar of events, peacealliance.org slash calendar. We'd love to have you back anytime. We'd love to see you. We have lots of things going on. So check the calendar and see what things might appeal to you. And Stephanie, again, thank you so much for being here. But I'm going to hand it off to Liz to bring us to a close. Yeah, I, I echo Stephanie. I, I, I gratitude to you, Stephanie. And the shift that took place in me when you spoke yesterday, I've heard a couple of people allude to, and that's that idea, we're often told you can't trust anyone but yourself. And there's a dark kind of connotation to that, right? You can't trust anyone but. But what you offered is you need not trust anybody other than yourself. And that's a reclamation of power, which I love, right? Because the other entities you put trust in, uh, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'd love if you, if I don't say the words correctly, right? They're not entities that are capable of holding your trust, right? They're not large enough to hold your trust, which is why, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that, that connection with God or the greater power that is capable of holding our trust. I love that. And, and Melissa, I do want to just speak to your sharing very tenderly your story. And I, I want to share to you a gift that my father gave to me that I hope it's not too late to share with you because when I was a little girl, uh, I was six when Charles Manson hit the news and it was all about cults. And every television show had something about a cult. And I remember saying to my father, but how do you know? Because they start out so friendly and so welcoming. And how do you know? And I'm going to tell you what my dad said to a six-year-old. He said, I will tell you this, you don't give anyone else the power to make a moral choice for you. Not your friends, not your church, not your mother and myself. He said, you make your moral choices for yourself. And I, and I you know, and I, and when you were talking, I thought about that gift that my dad gave to me. And, and a lot of you spoke to that, right? A lot of us learned a difficult way that the only person we could trust was ourself and God and our higher power. But I love Stephanie that what you spoke to was that is enough. And so as you go forward from the call, I have deep gratitude for everyone who's here today and Stephanie for your story and for us to go forward knowing that trusting ourselves is enough. So thank you, everybody. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. And say goodbye. Take Bye, care, everybody. everybody. Thank yeah. you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you Bye, for joining everybody. us.
See you later. Thank you for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance, found at peacealliance.org.